My name is Tyler Crew, and today we are joined by Jacob Miller. What's up, guys? Jets fan. Not really happy about it. Love me some good old sports. Robbie Skornovaki. You know, the a huge Washington football team fan, and I kind of like other most Philly teams, except for the Eagles. They stink, just like Kevin. And like most Washington fans, he does not know how to shower. Kevin Riley. Yeah, I'm the true Philly fanatic here. I love everly except for one person here. I hate Robbie, man. That I hate him. I hate him. I just hate him. And lastly, we are joined by Matt Chabelle. Uh I am uh, sadly a Washington Wizards fan and somewhat happily a Chiefs fan, despite losing in the Super Bowl. But yeah, we lead it off. We all have fun here. Matt, take me through the process of being a Chiefs fan last night. Uh, I almost watched my franchise quarterback go out for the rest of his life because I saw his Achilles rupturing every time he got chased all the way across the field. Um, watching a $500 million man run 500 yards uh, before he threw a pass is not always the most pleasing experience for a team who just spent half of their cap space for the next 20 years on him. So, um, you know, a little terrifying, but, you know, we'll be back. I'm excited for uh, another year of Chiefs football. Looking forward to what we do in the offseason. And um, hoping we play better than that because horrendous calls and all, we played pretty bad, and Todd Bowles really outplayed us. You also watched Tom, Tom Brady pick apart your defense like it was nothing. It was like a JV squad dealing against the varsity team. It was insane. As as a uh, Chiefs fan, I can say I'm used to uh, watching us get picked apart, and then we do it back. But and it felt like every time we caught a break, we got a call that really didn't go our way, and it was just a hundred penalties for a hundred yards, even if half of them are bad, is just still horrifically bad, especially in the Super Bowl. So, and there's no excuse for playing the way the Chiefs played. But again, not worried. We'll be back. I want to go to Robbie's opinion on the Super Bowl because, above all people, I think Robbie has the closest connection to the defense. Robbie, what was the Chiefs' problem on the defensive side? Hello and welcome to the One Star Recruit Podcast. My name is Tyler Crew, and today we are joined by Jacob Miller. What's up, guys? Jets fan. Not really happy about it. Love me some good old sports. Robbie Skornovaki. You know, the... A huge Washington football team fan, and I kind of like other most Philly teams, except for the Eagles. They stink, just like Kevin. And like most Washington fans, he does not know how to shower. Kevin Riley? Yeah, I'm the true Philly fanatic here. I love Philly, except for one person here. I hate Robbie, man. That I hate him. I hate him. I just hate him. And lastly, we are joined by Matt Chabelle. Uh, I am uh, sadly a Washington Wizards fan and somewhat happily a Chiefs fan, despite losing in the Super Bowl. But we lead it off. We all have fun here. Matt, take me through the process of being a Chiefs fan last night. Uh, I almost watched my franchise quarterback go out for the rest of his life because I saw his Achilles rupturing every time he got chased all the way across the field. Um, Watching a $500 million man run 500 yards – uh, before he threw a pass is not always the most pleasing experience for a team who just spent half of their cap space for the next 20 years on him. So, um, you know, a little terrifying, but, you know, we'll be back. I'm excited for uh, another year of Chiefs football. Looking forward to what we do in the off season, 
And um, hoping we played better than that because horrendous calls and all, we played pretty bad. And Todd Bowles really outplayed us. You also watched Tom, Tom Brady pick apart your defense like it was nothing. It was like a JV squad dealing against the varsity team. It was insane. As as a uh, Chiefs fan, I could say I'm used to uh, watching us get picked apart and then we do it back. But And it felt like every time we caught a break, we got a call that really didn't go our way. And it was just 100 penalties for 100 yards, even if half of them are bad, is just still horrifically bad, especially in the Super Bowl. So, And there's no excuse for playing the way the Chiefs played. But again... Not worried. We'll be back. I want to go to Robbie's opinion on the Super Bowl because above all people, I think Robbie has the closest connection to the defense. Robbie, what was the Chiefs' problem on the defensive side? Um, Robbie, yeah, like like we saw the the Buck. I mean, the Chiefs' defense just absolutely got ran through last night. I mean, I I knew that the run game they were gonna the Bucks were gonna focus on the run more, as we saw in the Super Bowl. But I mean, they got up and they just kept on pouring up, pouring it on and pouring it on and the Chiefs defense couldn't handle it. And I mean, it was really just the Chiefs offensive fault, in my opinion. I mean, they couldn't get anything going. Their O-line absolutely crapped the bed and the receivers were dropping balls. The only person that looked good out there was Pat Mahomes and he was running for his life. My, like, my God, he was Travis just... Kelsey had over 100 yards of receiving last night and Pat Mahomes yes, was the yes. only one. Okay, listen, listen. Those, were, those three... are also garbage time stats if he... you actually watch the game. That is true. And there was about two or three key catches that he did drop in that game, especially one big third down on a big... To be fair, even in those garbage time stats, Mahomes is running for his life, unable to find anyone, and Kelsey's getting double teams as well as Hill, and he only really had one bad drop. I really thought that was genuinely, I think, one of the more impressive games I've watched Mahomes play because even in the plays that were dropped passes, he was throwing balls on the money that sideways he throw. Was making he put the ball in the only spot that it could have been caught. And, Dude, the and they were catch too. That's what's crazy about it. A lot of those throws were catch and they were just. Hey, man, if anything from last night proves anything, it's that Rob Gronkowski is the greatest tight end to ever play. I mean, my God. That uh, dude. I would give that to Tony Gonzalez, but I definitely think Rob Gronkowski is one of the best new age tight ends. I mean, as much as I don't want to as a Chiefs fan, I'm the smelling man, Rob, as, um, hands down, Gronk is the best tight end of all time. I don't really think that it was showcased in last night's game. He was just kind of there two, to be there. Two touchdowns in one quarter, I believe it was. Yeah. I mean, they ran a screen Six play. Catch. It wasn't a screen play. It was a little underneath route, but, I mean, it was just a good play call. As a uh, Chiefs fan, I might be a little biased saying that I definitely agree that it's Tony Gonzalez. And without a doubt, the best receiving tight end is Travis Kelsey, and it's not close. But Travis Kelsey, he's not on the blocking end. The Chiefs don't ask him to block. There's no arguing that Travis Kelsey is a better blocker. But what Tony Gonzalez did on the – in the run game and in the pass game is just hands down better than anything that has been done in the NFL. Yeah, because Master Bo, when he was three years old, was watching Tony Gonzalez and analyzing everything he was doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt's the, the only reason I don't say that uh, Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end of all time or up there in discussion right now is because Matt's argument with basketball. It's like you can't have one half of your game be amazing and the other half just be not as good. He's, it's kind of like Allen. I feel like he doubt. can become like you know one of the best. Oh no doubt, he's six foot six, two hundred forty pounds. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know we put it, we don't put him in the block game enough. You don't see him blocking, especially in the run or the pass game. He really isn't. He that's just not his game. That's not what Travis. He's Kelsey more of a does, slot but... receiver. This is... 
That's a, that makes he, sense. He kind of he, that's what Kyle Pitts, the rookie Florida. of um, uh, Miami, I believe, or Florida. I yeah, he reminds me a lot of Travis Kelsey because Kyle Pitts isn't a huge dude, not really a great blocker, but he can play just about any spot on that receiver. And he's really, really big and fast and good at route running. That was my comparison for him in the draft. And, I don't know. If, if we go back to the Super Bowl, I think the Chiefs really could have used some blocking even at the tight end spot in that game because Patrick Mahomes was getting pressured in less than two seconds the majority as of the time. As soon as he got the ball, it's like they're already right. You had to just scramble. Yeah, well, was, yeah, but also they couldn't – it didn't seem like there was a lot of good offensive scheming going around. I think the Bucks defense did a lot of good job yeah. of just keeping men in front of them and covering, like, especially Tyree Kill. He had two catches in the first half for like 15 yards. Yes, Tyree Kill was absolutely non-factor. nowhere in that game except for maybe one play. But it they did a way better job at covering the, him this game than they did last game. And it was very, he got humbled. It was very nice watching. Uh, who was that? A uh, DB that gave him Tyreek Hill peace sign. Forget it. That was <laughs> oh, so, come that on. Was, we can all agree that was so. That that, that was, was funny. That was satisfying to watch. I was like, uh, yeah, that was the that was the guy who got burned deep a couple times last yeah. time they played. Deep, they, Todd Bowles really just had that that defensive scheme was absolutely unbelievable. Just it, it, it was yeah. constant double teams, but then they still had enough zone on the field. They yeah, were able my to thing stop is, it. it just seemed like the Chiefs offense didn't make any adjustments. They just kept doing the same thing and just getting like no results. They didn't like try to, like you know do a pit, like a run pitch or like dump off to Edwards Hilaire. Whatever, but if Patrick Mahomes can't have two seconds to drop back and pass, it makes you think they can run the ball. Yeah, it, it really. We really were. We ran the Dang. ball well throughout that whole game. We were really running the ball well. Edwards Alaire had a couple good runs, and Damian Williams or no one capitalized uh, on that being horrible. It seemed to be working. The passing. We, we had no opportunity to really run the ball, especially when we went down early and. Uh, I I really think that especially in the first half, some bad calls really dragged us down early. But we we couldn't we can't we can't run the ball when we're down twenty eight to nine. Yeah, but that's just you, you can't run it. You're in the third quarter like that. We tried. Pass to like a running back for like a good six. You know, like they did with like, yeah it, with David Montgomery all year. They did. Yeah. yeah, it really seemed like we were just out of our element at some point. It was it was weird and it, it was hard to watch, man. It was. Is one of the weirder play calling. It, we, there, there was just not much that we could do at some point. At some point, the game plan goes out the window and it's just pass yeah. it every down and hope yeah, you get Yeah, I mean, something. I know it's hard to say this, but it kind of reminded me of at times when Andy Reid used to be the coach for the Eagles, and it just felt that he didn't adjust the game plan half the time. And I'm not, now I'm not saying that to come at Kevin. And no, no, no. I, I agree with. You. I agree with you, right? But it's. That's what it kind of felt like at some point last night. Because the only thing that really they adjusted was um, they came out and they ran two or three draw plays, which really hit big for Alaire. I saw that. But other than that, I mean, still, it, it just seemed like they struggled. And that was really the only slight change they had. There was no screen plays. There was no attempt. I mean, sure, yes, the Bucks have the best rush defense in the NFL with that amazing front seven with the two fast middle linebackers, White and Levante, David, those guys, Devin White, and those guys are just amazingly fast, unbelievable. The way they just get the ball is great, but I mean, there was they just really didn't seem like they tried to attempt to run the ball, and it felt like the Bucks defense was really spread out, and they, there was some opportunity there for them to try to run the ball and keep the defense honest, but they didn't seem to do that at all. Yeah, Devin White was really my pick for Super Bowl MVP if it didn't get to go to Todd Bowles, and 
Yeah, Brady got another one. Good. Brady also had a great game. Yeah, Brady. That was probably the best, just like best Brady performance, just from pure. Steep manhill that game. That was a great performance by Brady. He's a really good play calling. We couldn't stop the run, so the play action killed mm-hmm. us too. And he was in his bag all Burton. Brady, Brady managed the game very well too, and that's what people don't understand. Like he, even though he didn't, he only threw for two hundred one yards. I'm sure out there he was adjusting some of the plays to runs, adjusting some plays to play action. You know, and I'm sure the way he managed yeah. that game was perfect. And I, I can see why he got the MVP. That's why he's the seven rings, it, man. Seven rings. That's, the most that's why he's the greatest. That's why he's, that's why he's so good at 43. I mean, there's, there's no quarterback who's done this at 43 because he knows how to change up the offense and he knows how to get the right plays on the field. And that's something that, that, that just comes with your time out there. That's something Patrick Mahomes can't do. I, I always say Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback ever to play the game, but that, that's something that, that just that takes time to learn that. That's not something you come into the league knowing whatsoever. Yeah, and that's why Tom Brady is the third best American athlete of that's all time. Great. Who's ahead of? Who's ahead? Yeah, what's one? What's Michael one Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is one, and Michael Jordan is two. Oh, Michael Jordan's come on, man. Yeah, Michael Jordan is two. Muhammad hey, Ali Michael is Jordan's one. number one, man. No, Muhammad Ali is one. I think sorry, Brady's my number one. Ooh. Seven championships, man. Michael Jordan never lost a championship, though. Muhammad Ali he didn't even go to game over. seven. Michael Jordan didn't even take it to the last second. He never. never he doesn't let that seven. happen. Almost did. But, uh, I I can't give it to anybody other than Jordan. And then he retired for two years. Who knows? Michael Jordan might yeah. have had eight of them. Yeah. But Tyler, your boy Hakeem might not have any if Michael Jordan just didn't decide to leave the league for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but he has two. He came back okay. and made sure Hakeem got no Hakeem more. Got, so. Because Michael Jordan, Michael Michael Jordan. I find saying uh, there's a couple interviews that during the uh, last dance that didn't uh, they didn't focus on the the years that he was out of the league. There was a a documentary about the Rockets winning back to back championships, and Michael Jordan was in it, and he did not want to play the Rockets at all because the Bulls could not stop Hakeem Olajuwon during the regular season games. I really wish. Yeah, but no one can stop Michael Jordan in any That's, season. I games. know, but when you when you have uh, Dan, <laughs> Tony Kukoc on Hakeem Olajuwon, I don't think it's going to go well at all in any series, let alone. With when you see Akeem Elijah want to absolutely bully David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, and Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, uh, whatever. I mean, you 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 watched the oh. Last Dance documentary. Hakeem put up fifty points, and Michael Jordan's going to yeah, go out there take and put it up fifty one. That's all it is. That's it. No, no one's gonna no one's gonna outscore Michael in a game. I think that you know. Especially it, the the reason why I'd say it's Michael Jordan is because in football it's also it's a fifty three man team like you know Tom Brady's great and all and but he he's just a quarterback and he's there's fifty two other guys that make up a team where basketball it's about thirteen that rotate in and out of your roster throughout a game so Michael Jordan has so much more of an influence on his team yeah but Tom Brady elevated that and elevated they that went team back to, to back championship. last year it's completely oh, yeah. different he absolutely Without does Tom, but Michael all right. Jordan all right single handedly missing piece in that Buccaneers like team once they got that stellar quarterback that they needed it was kind of obvious that they were from the start that they were going to make a huge deep playoff run I don't think most people not a lot of people expected a Super Bowl win expected them. Get to the to the championship. The Buccaneers had hands down one of the hardest paths to the Super Bowl this year, too, having to knock off Breeze, Rodgers, and then Mahomes. Hey man, hey, Heineke, you're forgetting about Heineke Heineke. Played, the fact that Heineke played better than everyone else. Yeah, 
Taylor Heineke had the highest passer rating of all the people who played hey man, against Brady saying, in the playoffs this year. If we he was don't just get not any scary. quarterbacks, I think Heineke's got to be the future. Let's be honest. I think you guys will probably take Kyle yeah. Translate. No. I I think I don't think the football team's going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, I think they got to can hit in the draft that aren't quarterback. First round, they're going wide receiver. But I I think that I really think that especially for the Super Bowl this year, the another guy you really got to give credit to is Byron oh Leftwich, the offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. uh, just adjusting to Tom Brady in a system. It's really hard to, especially with just the first year with a new quarterback. I mean. It was that, that was all the hype about Patrick Mahomes when he first came in was it was his first year and he it was his first year starting it wasn't even his first year in the league and doing that with the greatest quarterback of all time and let's be real Tom Brady isn't really mobile and he has arm strength but he doesn't have the best arm strength and he just, just kind of trying dimes. to get used to that he after coming from Jameis Winston who has massive arm strength and turns the ball over every play it's it, it it was impressive to see they took him a little bit to get used to it but at the end of the season there was just no stopping that was definitely like, first half NFC championship Brady right there i think one of the players that isn't really getting talked a whole lot about with this super bowl is leonard fournette and in their entire playoff run to be honest with you oh my god bro, leonard, that man was leonard that fournette, entire playoff run it was raw he came back in playoff lenny man in the offensive line that helped super him out bowl too. lenny robbie Come he made, okay super I'm bowl lenny Dude, okay, yeah. Okay, let's be real, all right? I'm going to start off by saying this. Leonard Fournette, we can all see it out there. He does not look like he did at LSU or the first year in the NFL at no. all. But besides the fact that, that he played a great game, and it was it was awesome watching Leonard Fournette do well. I now, think that we're kind of overhyping these two players right here. I think the real player that elevated the Bucks to a championship was Antonio Brown. Without no. Antonio Brown, they do oh. not win that Super Bowl. I mean, I'm telling you right now. He's not wrong, though. Antonio Brown just gave another level to, like, the wide receiver offensive core. He just – That third option just takes away the double team from Mike Evans. And once you, you can't Chris double one of those Quinn, receivers. Antonio and... Brown, Mike it... Evans as your three wide receivers. And that one white guy. Scotty Mil- yeah, Scotty Miller, too. <laughs> fast little white kid. Man, that's, that's hard to stop on defense. That is – and at some point, at some point, you got to one-on-one those guys, and that just that just doesn't work out. That was the problem with the Chiefs, and then Someone's I mean, Watkins was out, and Watkins hardened. That's pretty uh, much Hardman what's and happening. Hill, like, and oh, then, yeah, and, so, and when Antonio Brown was out, you could clearly see that the yeah. that the Packers just could guard the Bucks way better than they did, even though Kevin King was ass. And I mean, Kevin Kevin King couldn't guard a tree is, though. So I feel bad, but that was horrible. He'll be back next year. He'll come yeah. back. He'll come back stronger. And I, I really think that I, I feel so bad for Patrick Mahomes playing that game because he just he left everything on the field. He's throwing sideways passes, taking hit after hit. And he he came out there and he, he really put his heart on the line just to go for that game. I mean, he's going to get surgery on his toe and was running all around the field. He ran further than probably some of our I think that game kind of just game. established and, Mahomes' legacy, in my opinion. I think Mahomes is going to end his career at number two all time. He could have easily just said, I'm not going to I don't think it's too early. I don't think it's too early at all unless he gets injured. I think he's a Hall of Famer already. With the career he's he's already a Hall of Famer. He he could retire right now and he'd be a second, maybe first round Hall Hall of Famer. Um, Anyway, takeaways from this is the Todd Bull should be hired immediately. (laughs) Especially Eric (laughs) Bianami. 
Tom Brady's a Hall of Famer. Uh, the, I would can, like to. The, I would like to. I would like to go off on my tangent about how the NFL really as a really needs to get their act together with African American coaches because these chance. these very qualified Todd, Todd Bowles did have his chance. I agree Todd, with Bowles, that. Todd Bowles. No, Todd Bowles didn't get a Todd fair Bowles chance. Coaching the Jets doesn't that count. He is a fun, even in his time in New York, technically Jersey. Todd Bowles was always a phenomenal leader of the defense, but that man could not work anything. Out of an offense. Yeah, I want to see you work <laughs> Eric on that. I got to say about though, and Eric Bieniemy needs a chance. All right, I think it's stupid how no none teams like. I I totally understand if people are saying that they're concerned about his past issues that he had with that uh, the domestic violence issue, and there's absolutely no excuse for any NFL players or yep. coaches committing those issues. Except but at some point, Cowboys. the NFL is always about how the league is a business. And Antonio Brown just won a Super Bowl ring. Uh, Kareem Hunt is on a football team. And Eric Bieniemy. at the end of the day, he did these things 25 years ago, and they're inexcusable, yeah, okay. but the man deserves a chance. I mean, he just led the offense to the greatest offense I've ever watched, and I think all of us have ever yeah, watched, possibly has ever played, no, to the most points scored in every game. No. I mean, we scored five points more per game than the Super Bowl? show on turf did. Like, yes, they did. They did last year. And, and he he's a leader of men. He deserved a job last year. He deserved a job this year. Todd Bowles, Byron okay. Leftwich, both deserve jobs, and it's absolutely okay. ridiculous okay, okay. that those guys the are not The thing about hired. Todd Bowles is, and I understand what you're saying, sure, he played for the Jets, yes. But I think played? there are some coaches out there Coach. that are just more suited for a, like a defensive or offensive coordinator job than a head coach job. Agree. You know, I think Todd Bowles is way too much of a specialist. I- to be a head coach, I think he is. And you could, could say that with Bill Belichick earlier in his career. Coordinators of all time, but as a head coach, I genuinely do not think that Todd Bowles, no matter what roster he gets to play or gets to coach for, it doesn't matter. They will have a they will have an above average defense. Well, if you if you call a defensive game, if you call a defensive game the way that man just did in the Super Bowl, you deserve a chance at a head coaching job. That's Bloody. just the way the league works. And if Nick Sirianni coaching the Colts, who got led by their defense to the Super Bowl or to the playoffs this year, uh, is getting head coaching yeah, I, jobs above Eric Bieniemy and Todd Bowles, I don't know they're really, I mean, there's really an issue. Bill Belichick, a great head coach, he's a defensive specialist that lets the offensive players take control of the offense. So, and Josh McDaniels is a great play caller. I mean, you 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 really, it, it's really. We call we talk about how the league is an offensive league and becoming more of a scoring league, but at the end of the day, look at these defensive coaches that are succeeding. And Robert Sala is going to go in there, and if you get a good offensive coordinator, it's okay, it's fine. Andy Reid doesn't call defensive plays, but Steve Spagnuolo led our defense all the way through the playoffs until the Super Bowl, in which he absolutely botched the game. But uh, the penalties were ridiculous. But you know, the specialist coaches are really not a bad idea as long as you got the right staff around you and Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles are two of the best coordinators in the league and are by far the best combo of coordinators. I think And I've speaking of succeeding in the time. NFL, it's something the Jets just cannot do. They have the second overall pick in the NFL draft and Jacob, you being a fan of that, I want to get your opinion on them winning a game, not getting the first overall pick. Winning and two then games. who do you think they're going to take? Winning who do you think two, they're going to take? Two games. 
Oh, it doesn't matter. They won a game. They lost the pick. Who do you think they're gonna take? And your opinion on, on if they should have just tanked? I mean, no, they definitely should have tanked. But even if we had the number one overall pick, if you were to sit, if I were to sit here and tell you I wanted to draft a quarterback like Josh Fields or Trevor Lawrence in the first round, Josh Fields, I think trade the pick for what I couldn't tell you yet. But one individual player is not going to be enough to turn around the franchise. We need to hard reset at this point. There's, I think we stick with Darnold. There's no point in trying to bring anyone else in at the quarterback so, position. So, Jacob, would you agree with drafting an offensive lineman first? Like, oh, I think, I think here's what I think that the Jets do. Very good. I think the Jets trade with Deshaun Watson for the second overall pick. And that's it. Okay, Texas. It's got it's got to be tra- it's either trade Darnold or trade the pick. It's one of the two, and I I just I I know that they've tried giving Sam Darnold stuff, and people still think that there's hope in him. But you've given him a couple coaches, a couple shots. He really is just not proving himself. I think it would be a good split for the team just for him to get another look on a different team, and for the Jets to get a different look with a different quarterback. And Watson is going to go for more than just that second overall pick. You're probably going to have to give up at least two, three, but, four firsts and maybe a couple players. If he gets – if Watson goes, it's going to be the biggest trade in NFL history. The, the Jets are going to have to Texans give up a lot. Said, though, it doesn't but, seem like they want to trade Watson for whatever. That, they're saying yeah, they want to keep they him. But that's that's what the Rockets said with Harden. Look what happened. Yep. Remember when the Jets said that with – Jamal Adams, and now he's gone. That's just that's the way the league works. You want to keep his value high because if they know that they're trying to trade him, people are going to lowball him, and that's just the way that's the way football works. Is people that when they know that people are trying to get traded, they get lowballed. The fact that Matthew Stafford went for two firsts actually shocked hey, me that they uh they really went with that much, even though they knew he really wanted out. So I I think that I think that Watson gets traded. It's going to be a massive trade, but I I, I the Jets have got to get rid of someone it, it's got to be Darnold or it's got to be the pick and I really think that they get rid of Darnold get maybe a third or a fourth round pick and then go with Zach Wilson at that two spot because Zach Wilson looks scary good that that kid out of BYU he makes those Patrick Mahomes throws reads the plays well doesn't turn it he over plays much, at BYU just, the, the, the competition I, I think he's gonna be a good NFL not good. I'm sorry he, he plays at BYU yeah but you could yeah, but the that, talent doesn't lie. Yeah, Josh Rosen was amazing at UCLA, and look what happened to Josh Rosen. We're, we're going to – yeah, yeah Josh but Allen when you compare BYU to Wyoming, it's actually it's on the same level, but I don't think he's anywhere close to Josh Allen. This is what I'm saying, though. It's it, You watch the film and you see the talent. Zach Wilson has a huge arm, completes the passes, makes those throws on the run that you want to see him make way. It's – 80-yard throws are 80-yard throws, whether you're in the ACC or the Pac-12. Like, you, you know, either way where you're playing, you, if you're making 80-yard throws, <laughs> throws, throws on the run, I just want Barry to that deal. How old will Zach Wilson be coming in the league, though? He's from BYU. Usually those guys come out of the college at, like, 24, 25, right? I don't twenty, Maybe 20. But... Yeah, I mean, that talent is talent. And quarterbacks apparently now that these days true. are lasting until they're 43. So. <laughs> Well, I don't know about Drew Brees. Drew we'll Brees is a little, you know, doesn't really have an arm. It's a pass. Yeah. Slint Thomas, man. And, and I guess our last topic of the day, we're going to go through our 
our Mount Rushmore players because I brought that up just because it sounds like a fun topic to deal with. And I'll go. I'll let uh, just more for the major sports categories. Football? It's a Mount Rushmore. Wait, I'm gonna let Robbie go. This is gonna be a really rush, probably not super factually based. Just take your time. I was gonna say if if we were to actually do the Mount Rushmore, I would want to sit down and think about it and go. Oh the... well, then you can go last. Then I'm gonna let Kevin go. <laughs> I said Kevin. I, can I said Kevin. I, I. I would go with. Uh, I would go with my head for basketball. <laughs> it's just Jordan for me. Man did not lose the finals. He's goaded. His shoes are still selling worldwide. Every time there's a drop, people are buying it. Like his name and legacy has been living on. He's the first athlete there. It's literally for basketball. It's Michael Jordan. There's it's, Kevin wants to be like Mike. That is noted. Dude, literally, everyone wanted to be like Mike. Um. For football, I think after the Super Bowl, it has to be Brady, man. He has the seven rings most out of every guys in the NFL, which is absolutely crazy because the NFL has been a thing for a long time. And the fact that he has more than every franchise is crazy, so it has to be Brady now. And baseball is where it gets a little sketchy for me because you have to be great. And from, like, so many different eras, you have, like, Babe Ruth, to like Mike Trout and era heart. Like you can pick any good player who's in the hall of well, which one do you like more? That's, that's the hard thing. You can any, so many players for baseball because there's so many good ones. And like, there's not one clear baseball goat in my opinion, but uh, like, it's hard because I didn't grow up watching any old time baseball seeing who, you know, was the goat or whatever. But I don't know. Growing up, I feel like, the person that, like, everyone, even though if you hated the franchise, you, like, for me, it's Derek Jeter. He kind of changed, like, the game of base. Mm, mm, okay. That's a, that's a good like, pick. Our, that's a good pick. I, yeah. I, I got it now. Let me hold on, hold on this next one. All right. So, for basketball. You have hockey. Can easily... I finish real quick? Oh, oh, I have hockey. My fault, my fault. Hockey. I, I didn't All right, know we before were I finish, on. with Derek Jeter, he kind of, like, I don't know, like, his retirement was, like, huge in sports. Everyone was, like, Thank you to all that. It's like everyone, you, you didn't have to like baseball to know about Derek Jeter. He was just not like, Derek Jeter was Jeter. Yeah, he was Jeter. He was just like that dude. I didn't like wasn't a Yankees fan, but his just just because of his pure popularity and like how much attention he would bring to baseball. He, ha- I think he's just there for me. And then for hockey, Wayne Gretzky. Eh, Wayne Gretzky. It's just obvious. I, I don't watch a lot of hockey. I'm not a huge hockey person. I'll watch playoff hockey, but. Come on, Wayne Gretz. All right, Robbie, go. Okay. So my, I would say for football, Tom Brady, man, seven rings, can't beat that. Greatest player ever. Don't care what people said. He's never been the most talented, but you know he's always got it done when it matters. And I can not against trust fools, him baby. To... Not against fools. Okay, but that's uh, besides the point. I can always trust trust Tom Brady to do. Whatever he wants. All right, for basketball, I know I'm going to throw a curveball here, but on the Bulls, I'm just going to have to take Dennis Rodman. The next one, baseball, I'm going to have to agree with Kevin. Derek Jeter, never liked the Yankees. Fans are just almost as bad as Cowboys fans, but he's an icon, respectable man, love him. And then hockey, you're going to have to go with Wayne Gretzky. All right, just a great that is a game. good list. I wouldn't agree with Rodman, but Matt, go ahead, take it away. You know, I made a Mount Rushmore. I do not watch baseball and hockey, so my 
at least for American sports, Mount Rushmore was oh, no, it has to be yeah, two football to and two basketball. If I did baseball and hockey, I got to go Mike sure, Trout, Wayne Gretzky, just because those are the basic names. Uh, football, uh, obviously, it's Tom Brady, and for basketball, it's just got to be MJ. It's the you can't argue with those. But if I'm if I'm doing mine with the two basketball players and two football players, I'm going with Mahomes and Brady and LeBron. And All right, and for me, I'm going to go with Tom Brady, obviously, Michael Jordan, obviously, and then. I'm going to go with the oddball here. I'm going to say that Pete Rose Ooh. is my no, but Pete Rose is my guy. That's not an oddball, oh, man. There's to be in the Hall of Fame. And that's what I said about earlier when I said baseball. You can shoot, pick and choose any Hall of Fame caliber type player, and you can make a good it would be, wide. Yeah. Exactly. It would be Pete there's Rose. An, there's or, an argument uh, for so many guys. Yeah. But then easily we have Wayne Gretzky or Tyler Shagwin. Yep. <laughs> All right, and I guess Jacob will give us his Mount Rushmore next time. And everyone, just say bye to the folks at home. Bye. Later. All right.